Hi there, Bubblers. It's Nat and Liz for yet another podcast. Yes, we're back after school holidays, trips away. Yes. Uh, and uh, we finally found some time to... We did. It's been about a month, so glad to be back yeah, in the saddle again. Yeah, good to be back, back, back in the saddle. Um, so just paint the picture for the day. It's always nice to have a visual picture. Yes. Um, it's a gloomy, cloudy, cold Sydney day. Well, it's not that cold, really. I was really. just about to say, it's Sydney winter. Yeah, Sydney winter. It's quite mild. So Nat's in a T-shirt. <laughs> Um, and we're here around in the little space in Bondo Junction, and um, we've just before the podcast launch, we were discussing where we go for lunch. Uh, very important. Get a wine as well. It's Friday, so yes. yes. Anyway, so that's. Uh, but we've got a lot of talk to talk about. So and, much. It's been um, a big month. Yeah. Okay. What's been going on? All right. Can we start because I need something to watch, Nat? Oh, are we talking so, right? Can well, we launch straight yes. into viewing? We can launch straight Stamina. into viewing. I mean, so like, I have some amazing things that I've been watching. Been um, really enjoying um, on ABC iView, Killing Eve, an absolute must. Now I know you're into crime th- thrillers, so yeah, I'm not usually big on that. I've done the first series. Oh, you have? Yes, yeah. Oh, well, second series whole nother level really takes things to so for those of you who don't know it's basically about um, a woman her character is eve palastri she's a british intelligent investigator who's looking into trying to capture this um, psychopathic assassin and they become um, almost obsessed with each other even in a relationshipy kind of way it's really really weird weird. and it kind of goes weirder And I'm not going to tell you what happens, but there's a whole thing that happens right at the end. And you just kind of, not that I watch Game of Thrones, but apparently in one of the scenes, everybody went, oh my God, it was like yeah, that. It's like, but yeah. I've just heard there's a season three. So I'm like, oh, oh okay, I cannot right. wait. So they've signed that and highly, highly recommend it. It's beautiful scenery. Um, the woman who plays um, Villeneuve, I think, Villanelle. Villanelle, Villanelle. I mean, she's beautiful in the fashion. I mean, like, and she's just a whole so other... good. You can't believe she's not a psychopath in real life. Oh, but like, she you cannot. It's like feels like she's not acting. But she's then so she kind of makes um, Eve Plaster played by Sandra Oh, who's phenomenal. She almost like borderline psychopath. And is that something that's because of the situation, or is that her nature? And then it questions like, are we all? potentially borderline which I hopefully isn't the case but it's just like this whole play on um you know when you're in what's that called when you're in a certain surrounding and um you kind of pick up all your environment as a result well that might be our next word um there is a word it's a psychological word but I'll come back to that anyway so dark humor some really inappropriate things um really enjoyed it okay which leads me to my next one which is also highly inappropriate and dark humor um called working mums set in canada um, a bit like the letdown but the american version okay. is how i yep. would best put it so there's two seasons um really out there hilarious and at points completely inappropriate fantastic so yeah okay definitely great. all right yeah and because it's in canada it's actually very relatable there's a very similar sense of style to um i would say australia okay um, right. parenting the challenges of working and partners and no partners and gay relationships and single parents with twins and oh you know it, it has it all <laughs> it's brilliant and funny and right. so funny um, and because I flew to Hungary, I had um, quite a lot of time on an aeroplane to watch lots of movies. So, so I just want to talk about two movies that I saw. I was going to say one, but two that were amazing. 
highly recommend. Must. Oh, like, good, good. Must. Okay, this is great. Okay, so the first one, which was a bit um, unexpected, I thought it would be fluff, but it's called The Aftermath. It was just on at the movies earlier this year. Um, it's got Kira Knightley and um, I don't know if I can pronounce his name well, but he's very handsome. Um, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, is this the World War Two post World War Two yeah. Hamburg and just this whole kind of like the devastation and um, just having left Hungary actually and just been in that European setting was very realistic and uh, for me and it was just um, and it's based on a book by um, I did a bit of research so because I know you like books so you might want to read it before you see it it's Ridian Brook so it's a brilliant storyline. Um, basically, the story is that um, Kira Knightley's character goes to Hamburg to meet her husband, who's working there as an army general, uh, English to help. Well, they've taken over the and the the winners of the war, but there's total devastation, destruction. Hamburg is gone practically, and it's just that three months after the war, so it's everyone's reeling. And everything that you can imagine is going on is now coming out about the Holocaust and the issues. And, and then there's this family that they stay with, the man and her, his um, daughter, and Kira Knightley falls in love, or they fall in love together with the man. But there's a twist at the end. Ooh, so any okay, good movie, great. but it's okay. great, yep. really interesting. Okay. So is that out yet anywhere else, or do I have to fly to Hungary? To no, so it was at the movie, so it's probably out on Netflix or Stan okay. or Foxtel yeah, yeah. or whatever okay, very yeah, soon. Fine. So definitely worth watching. Um, just really interesting. That kind of period's always I found fascinating to me. But one which was total left of field. I normally would never watch it unless I was on a plane and trapped and had nowhere else to go. But turned out to be a brilliant movie. It was called The Wedding Guest. Movie from last year, Dev Patel is in it. He yeah. was online, um, and it's basically the story of this man who gets paid to, well, rescue. But it, it's set up as a kidnapping this woman from a set-up marriage, and it all goes a bit wrong. And he goes in as the wedding guest, um, but in fact she, she's quite happy about it. But then there's a bit of a love story between them, but there's not. And it's just all very... Right. And it's all set throughout India. So that you go through all these areas and um, it's very um, gutsy and dark. And there's no comedy. There's no... Oh, shit. it's not... Okay. It's not a comedy. It's very... Ah. It's almost documentary slash very dark. But um, the music is like that Alfred Hitchcock kind of edge of your seat style it was brilliantly done so it's a suspenseful yeah and you don't know what's going on half the time and you're trying to figure it out and I it was brilliant wow you're this is a gold mine oh well well, that's what happens (laughs) so there you go so you can watch all those things have you watched anything great over the last few weeks no so I haven't um so I think last time we spoke about I've just gone through the I've done the letdown which I just loved and watched that and loved it yeah and it's like I don't know you know afterwards and then you just think uh what am I going to watch now (laughs) flick around and so So what's your guilty pleasure now so I got hooked on um I got hooked on Shetland no judgment no judgment so it's like the it's the classic um, Sunday night ABC viewing with a cup of tea. You wear just, a cardigan when you watch it, yeah. pretty much. Or I knit one. <laughs> I knit wear one and knit one. God um, bless you. But it's uh, you know it's, it's set in the Shetland Islands and it's so, uh, it's 
is it part of Scotland? I don't really know. I haven't heard of Shetland ponies until now. Scottish style accents, but it's a bit kind of it's a bit grey and gloomy, and there's like an awful lot of murders and what else have they got to do? It's this kind of desolate lala. So it's really kind of I don't know. It's kind of one of those shows that's kind of full of death and it's really a gloomy grey setting but it's oh, strangely really but strangely it. comforting to watch like oh, everything's so nothing like outlander no so i've never well i've, I've attempted outlander but i just can't oh my god Liz, oh, push through is it but it is, is it just like a bodice ripper style i no. feel like it's that kind of but it's not oh, then, yeah maybe in the beginning felt like it felt like it that was where it was soft, heading soft and then i kind of went yeah then i went oh I fully got into it and I started reading books around Scottish history and it got me into the whole thing. Right, right. Okay, well, I pushed because now I've I've run out of Shetland. All the murders have been solved. That's all neatly tied up at the end. Highly recommend. Especially since it's winter and we've still got lots of long nights. Okay, right. All right, okay. I'll I'll keep. Well, you've got a whole lot there. through. Anyway, did so you ever do Game of Thrones by any chance? No, never. And now it's, now it's too much. Commi- like, there's no I way know. you could go back. It's overwhelming. You I just don't do even it. know where to start. Yeah. And also, you know, when you know, like when you're watching it in real time as yes. it's being released, you're following the plot. But when you start a series that's 45 seasons <laughs> you're, and you're in a plot, twi- you go, well, this is obviously going to twist 50 more ways. So why would I accept that this is, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. yeah. So I lack the commitment knowing how long it's <laughs> And there's also something quite lovely about sharing when uh, we don't have it as much anymore, but when things would come out pre Foxtel and all the rest, and let's say just on free to air, and everyone would watch it, and weekly would come out, and everyone would be talking about it. I mean, lighting with um, Bruce Willis, (laughs) or you know, whatever it is. I don't know, hey dad. Um, (laughs) That's really creepy. No, we're not going to talk about that too soon. But the point is, is that there was some kind of communal discussion either at school or in the workplace. Oh, did you see last week's episode? Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two. And then, oh. Had, oh my god! And oh then you have to wait god. for the next week. I know. And then what, what's Sex Brandon the going to do? Yeah, Sex in the City. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, and there was cool. everyone was talking about it. But now that you kind of have heard, I'm sure, inklings of Game of Thrones, and there's yeah, all right. these elements. And um, well, even though yeah, we haven't people, watched it, used to, it's like the Red Wedding. I know about the I don't know what it is. In the nineties, people we used to have a party for the season finale. Oh my god! Of the episode, yeah, of right? course. Like, so, watch. What was that one? Um, Seinfeld, huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, and I was then, crying. Yeah, so, you have to. We had to wait so long for everything. I know, but now it's like binge and can yeah, watch it, and it's exactly. instant. I mean, anyway. We used to go to the record shop to get the printed out top ten. I know. Hits. The CD singles you'd actually buy the or a tape. Okay, now we're really All right, showing okay. our age. Now it's, yeah, now it's just... I even had LPs in my life. But oh, anyway. yeah. oh, yeah. I had LPs. Yeah. Um, so that's movies Okay, so we've done... All right, that's great. Brilliant. Lots of so viewing there. So what's next on the um, agenda? Okay, so now I have... I'm going to tell, talk about one book this week. Oh. I've read some others, which I'll save, but this one is not only my favourite for the year, but possibly like one of my all-time favourite books. I've got one like that okay, too. I wonder if it's you the go, same book because okay. we haven't talked about oh this. My God, so it's called A Gentleman in Moscow. No, different. Good. Okay. Tell me. And the reason I ended up with this book is I was buying um, a birthday present for a big reading friend and he's read everything. And so it's really hard to pick. So I was wandering around the bookshop and I saw this book. I'm, I'm thinking, I haven't heard of it. So he's not going to have read it. And anyway, so sure enough, He's read it. So I keep, yeah. keep the book and then I buy him a gift voucher. Nice. And so I would never have read it myself because it looked like, ah, oh, it looked like one of those kind of, I don't 
books my dad used to read. I don't know. Is just it a newish look. book? Yeah, I think, it's, I, book? I think it's relatively new. Okay. Um, and it's one of the most unusual books I've ever read. Beautiful, sad, very funny, poignant, and just um, just so different. And the author was, I think he must have been like a merchant banker or mm. he was in finance in New York and obviously insanely intelligent and now he's a full-time writer it's only his second book and it looks like he's like in his 50s he's not not young and he um and it's just extraordinary and so essentially the premise is that after um, the revolution this um he's part of the aristocracy and probably would have been shot um by the bolsheviks but because of the way this little hearing it starts with the the hearing kind of yeah kind of kangaroo court or whatever they set up yeah. um, and his, his sentence is to house arrest in a, the hotel in which he is living at the time he's very wealthy wow. and he can't leave the hotel and it's how it plays out over the rest of his life essentially wow. and so you can't believe how that this premise how, it, how it's going to be interesting but it's just so beautiful anyway I just loved it and there was best book of the year best book of the year and I, there's, stuff I, there's stuff I wrote like I wrote out parts of it in my that's in a big my little sign. yeah because it was so beautiful anyway um i don't know i will have to put the can i borrow it yes you can borrow it it's in a paper copy oh, it wasn't yeah. on my copy and we'll put the all the details in the, our yes. new website yes uh might be a nice interlude place. now to yeah, just to let that. everybody know we yeah. actually do have a website um out of the bubble.com Dot is it? Dot yeah, it is. Google it. Yep. Um, but we'd love for all of you to subscribe as well to yes. our iTunes and uh, you know give us a review, like, comment, yeah. share. Yeah. We want to build our bubbler community, so yeah. um, go on and have a look. It'd be yeah, great beautiful. to see you. Yes. There you go. That was yeah. a nice little interlude. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, so with books, um, one of the amazing things about being on holiday is the amount that I actually get a chance to read and I got into such a flow and I'm just finishing what we've already talked about so I won't mention it again but absolutely loved it um less which I know oh, you talked yes. about did and, you love it oh, loved really loved it and it, oh, again an unusual book so right? left a field and just such a great travel slash love slash really a lovely beautiful like a beautiful love story it's just yeah loved it um then when we went to the archies last time i picked up that book the parisian by isabel hamad couldn't finish it terrible oh no waste of 30 bucks well you know what i think it's one of those books that someone's gonna love but i just i really couldn't get into it it is not me but my favorite book it is up there with the book thief i think it might be one of my favorite books of all time okay are you ready? Yeah, I was going to write down. I think we've I, talked oh. about this book, but um, and it's just newish. It's Boy Swallows Universe by Trent Dalton. Oh, my God. Couldn't wow, put it down. Okay. It is one of those books where, in fact, there is literally no one that I can connect with character-wise. There is no one who lives in my world in the sense of or personality type or anything. It's a 12, 13-year-old boy, for starters, the main protagonist. Um, though one of the things that I found interesting is that it's set in the 80s in Brisbane. So it was a very, like they talked about um, playing the game Test Match. I okay. never played the cricket game when you were a kid. <laughs> loved it. Yeah. Never had it at home. Had it at a friend's house. Loved it. All these like small 80s type things of being a kid in Australia and what life was like that I was able to connect with. But essentially the stories of him and his... Um, Mum and stepdad, who are um, drug dealers, constantly high. Um, his dad, total alcoholic. 
um, something weird happened in the past and now uh, and his brother's mute but they can talk somehow and connect and it's his story and it's not a very long period of time it's so it's one of those books that kind of gives such a delve into their life that you just get ensconced in the detail and it's so beautifully written that even though I couldn't connect with the characters per se and like I said the only thing I could connect in was more the time of when it was set I, I just somehow connected with them all it wow, was okay. unbelievable. Wow. What a, cracking, what a cracking reading month. Uh, it's been awesome. So now I've got a few more ready to rock. Yes, so okay. I'm including right. yours. Okay, And good. Uh, ready for our next one in a couple of weeks. I'll hopefully okay. have knocked over, well, let's just be honest, at least a book. Yeah. I know you're much more prolific, but for me, normal life, one book in two weeks, that's Yeah, that's, that's big. Good. That's good. That's good. So I did three books in... Well, actually, it was a bit more in the um, in the, that month, but there were the three that I thought I'd share. It's actually lovely holiday reading because it's not it's not just about having more time to read. Mm. It's that you're released from the guilt of reading, so yeah. that you're more likely to read in the middle of the day. Yes. You're not thinking like well, now, like if you go and have lunch, you pull out your phone and you clear a few emails while you're on the run. Whereas you tend not to be in that mode of pulling your book out. Where well, exactly. Yeah, with the holiday. So maybe we should talk about holidays now yes. we had kind of flagged this as a... We did. Like, and we, you know, it's interesting. So we're talking about, you know, life hacks on how to make life more productive. And, you know, we talked about with holidays and my initial thinking was, oh, you know, the importance of taking a holiday and, you know, switching off. But I think everyone's heard the same, same, and everyone just does what they do. But for me, one of the things I loved going back to Hungary, which is where my family is from, is... It reminded me about the reason why people used to travel, which is about seeing different cultures or getting out of your bubble of life, whether it's in another country or if you're staying in the same country, going to a different place and exploring. And that is just so important. And it's not just the fly and flop. It's not just the hotel or the nice places or whatever it is that um, we might be lucky enough to go to, but it's actually just the experience. And I think that often gets lost and for me, that's such an important thing, particularly with the kids who I took back to Hungary with. I'm um, showing them how a whole other, you know, it's so cosmopolitan and it's so interesting and there's so much energy. And as much as I love Australia, it's just such a different place over there. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. So what's it like in terms of other, like I haven't been, mm. um, other European cities? Mm -hmm. So it's a mixture of, I, well, for me, Budapest, um, it's a bit Parisian, so it okay. has that style of a lot of the old buildings. Um, but then again, during World War II, 80% of Budapest was bombed and 40% was demolished. So you have pockets where there's like beautiful old building and then communist block and then okay, beautiful so they, old building. Yeah. So like that's a that's interesting, but it's but the actual when you walk around the city itself, it's really old. And the sort of big wide boulevards, the Paris big wide boulevards, lighting, um, you know, nightlife, energy. So there's a lot of ruined bars in Budapest as well. So what they are is either in the warmer months they have them in the courtyards of these old apartment buildings where they've got all the apartments looking into the I courtyard, see, yeah. but now they're offices. So during the day, they you know have younger people generally working in them so quite creative and artsy especially in this area that I went to and at night it becomes a bar and in winter which and cooler months which is predominantly most of the time there are a lot of um, 
old um, bomb shelters that they've converted oh, okay, to right. um, Funky. pubs. And what's Lots. the food like there? Is it still quite traditional Hungarian fare, or is it it's kind of a bit very, edgier? And it's I wouldn't say it's edgy. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of Hungarian food, which is comfort food. Yep. We're talking goulash. <laughs> We're talking, you know, pancakes stuffed with like a goulash chicken thing with a cream pickles. <laughs> pickles, my favourite. Turo gombots, which is like this sweet cheese dumpling thing. I mean, like, it's insanely good. I came home with a food baby, and it was great. Food um, great. They love their cakes, cakes and coffee yep. in the afternoon. Very common. Don't have a sweet tooth, but I just couldn't help myself. But then there's a lot of other um, foods as well, a lot of Italian and other European type foods but I wouldn't say it's edgy it's not like here in Australia where you would go somewhere and the food's really interesting and challenging and you kind of look at it and you don't know what it is Um, but it looks beautiful so you'll eat it anyway Um, they love in Hungary to fry everything there's a bread dough called langosh which is unbelievable so they fry that and then they put garlic oil on top with I'm not a big fan of sour cream but you can do that with some cheese yep it's insane yeah, four triple O, but it's yeah. just so good. Um, schnitzels, fried vegetables, <laughs> fried cheese, <laughs> fried fish. I mean, I haven't seen a fried pickle, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. <laughs> Basically, if it's got a pulse, it's lunch. Um, yeah, a lot of meat, a lot of bread. So quite European in that way. Yeah. So it's heavy, yeah, which okay. can be hard. Lettuce and salad is not a thing. Okay, you have yeah, to find yeah. it sour, so it's a lot of like sauerkrauty type. Yes, which is yeah, yeah. good though. But you know, I'm not yeah. complaining. I love all of that. But for middle of summer when it's like thirty something degrees, it can be yeah, challenging. Yeah, yeah. You're not, anyway, yeah, not burning that off and keeping your body warm. No, definitely not. So for me, yeah, the travelling and the experience of another culture because you're up in Byron. Yeah, so we yeah, and we drove because um, we we drive a lot because my daughter hates flying so much so but it, which is great though because well, you actually get to see well, things well that was just gonna that was actually what yeah. I was thinking of talking about now and just as I'm listening oh, sorry, to you no no no, 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 no just, just in terms of um what sort of accidental discoveries when yeah. you travel and so it, out of the driving we've done some amazing driving trips which of course we would never have done mm. we have driven to South Australia we've been through the Flinders wow. Ranges we've um, up and down the coast and so what you end up doing is you, you pull off the main drag into mm. some little towns and places and we've just had the most amazing discovery plus a sense of the country which yes. the children I mean it, I, to drive through the whole of the wheat belt and then into the desert and to get the sense of the vastness of the country this was not the latest holiday but that's what yeah, we've done in the say, car I'm thinking no, desert that's not viral <laughs> like, you went north isn't that, that was, a bit more on the tropical yeah, side that was the South Australian trip but, um, but it's about like that discovery that you wouldn't otherwise no. have so Byron was not as uh, as exciting because we stopped in Coffs Harbour which oh. Big banana. Well, the big banana's not that big. I, I well, went there we as a kid. It was big. It's kind of a little banana. <laughs> and did fact, you try the frozen banana even... with the chocolate? Well, we didn't go into the banana. I mean, <laughs> I was actually thinking, is that the big banana or is that the sign to the big banana? Because it's so not like not big. <laughs> anyway, but there were any other? Because that's the other around. thing in Australia. It's the big, big pineapple down. There's a big pineapple somewhere. I think there's a big prawn near the big banana. And then down south, there's the big merino. I've seen, yeah. (laughs) Well, the big merino is in Goulburn. Yeah. Yeah. Near the chain. We always, yeah. (laughs) So, we are. 
Yeah, don't, uh, don't stop at the big banana. <laughs> it's just a bit of a drive-by. So, so uh, but Byron is just awesome. Yes. So I just love it. Um, yeah, I haven't been there for a few years, but it's just, a, it's just really hard to rip yourself away and drive back to Sydney. Anyway, so yeah, not much to report there other than like with beaches and whales and dolphins and um, and nice, splendor in the grass. Uh, splendor in the grass <laughs> up the road. We didn't get there, but instead we had some nice beverages looking over the yeah, it's beach. It's not the most kid friendly that one. There are no, I think splendor. Wood, yeah, like, there's uh, Woodford over Christmas New Year time. Okay, I yeah, and I think you know, friendly. I think splendor's pretty hard going in terms of getting there and getting away like yeah. there's a lot of buses you get a lot of massive Traffic. queues you can't yeah. get cars in so i think yeah and there's only one road in and one road out for byron that's, that's I mean, right yeah, yeah, and i know it's, very, it's really it's much nicer yeah, but it's uh, yeah it's really groaning under the under the population pressure yeah. i think so um but yeah yeah holidays and um yeah accidental discoveries along the way that. that's good right you don't it's have to so go good. it doesn't have to be exotic even it's, no yeah, they're there if you look out for them I know, it's so true. I think that's definitely on the cards for the next kitty holiday and adventure. Um, so do we, we want to talk are... about our word? Yeah, let's do, let's use that. Yeah, let's talk about our word. What so is our word? Last month when we had we decided to or yeah, when we had it at the Archies, we talked about doing um, a word because we had discovered a new word called liminal. But then just we'll talk about the other word um, in a minute, but just as a side note a few um, bubblers conversations outside of the podcast was well is that linked to subliminal and is there a, a like an above liminal or something so uh, yes subliminal is linked because it's that area before um, that period happens in the liminal state and there is also supraliminal which is also related to like the above conscious period okay so, so is whole... subliminal i've always associated with um Subconscious. Uh, subconscious, yeah. yeah. So a sense of something without yeah. fully formulating it. So is that is yeah. that the actual meaning? Something like that. I okay. mean, you can yeah. Google it, but yeah. yes, roughly. I did do my research, but that's... Super liminal. And then liminal is that in-between state. Yes, yeah. Which, you know, I still find yeah. that, or I still find myself in personally yes, in some yes. respects, but others <laughs> not so much. And then, not yet, and then there's superliminal, which is that above stage, which I actually did quickly Google, which I can actually then find for you. Oh, here it is. Existing above the threshold of consciousness... So you've got oh, above consciousness, which I don't know if that's that? like a higher state or something, okay. um, or um, it is also to evoke a response or induce a sensation. Ooh, so okay. there's a few different things there. But anyway, so that was okay. the liminal that kind of okay, yeah. created a conversation. But the word of the, the podcast that I'd like to suggest is tendentious. Tendentious. It is. Um, I, I've written out some very long and wordy explanations, but essentially it's someone who's made their mind up in advance. Okay. Advanced, rather. Someone bit biased, someone who's kind of going, they've already made up their mind basically. Yeah. And they know what they're thinking. So it's tendency is the yeah. link okay. to that. All right. So you can say someone's tendentious. a tendentious beep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a real tendentious insert. Insert. Adjective. <laughs> exactly. I like it. You're using it in like everyday language. So uh, my challenge to you is to use tendentious sometime in the next okay, few days. Right. Okay. And the weird thing about liminal is since we saw that and we're like laughing, going, oh, how pretentious is this sign in the gallery? Yeah. And then I kept reading it? the word Me liminal. Too. What is that's so strange. So it's obviously been there the whole time, we just didn't see it. Well clearly, I mean like that's just most things in life. But we've now signed up to um, a word a day. Word a day, yeah. What was today's one? Uh, well the, yesterday was yesterday was Luftmensch. I haven't logged on today to oh, see okay. my word, but I love Luftmensch. So it's like an airhead, basically. Yeah, great. Love yeah. it. Yeah, it's a Well, there yeah. you go. We're, we're expanding everybody's yeah. menches. Yeah. 
<laughs> into all of that. Um, now, I'm conscious of time, and um, I did see some awesome art and whatnot, but Ooh. I'm happy to share that in our next potty because we'll yeah. catch up in a couple of weeks as well. Um, but, yeah, I think we're pretty much We're done. done. Yeah, should we do just a super else? quick, if we've got just a couple of minutes, um, yeah. any good podcasts you've listened to, uh, apart from ours, obviously? Uh, nothing new on nothing my new. side. Okay. I mean, I'm still listening to some brilliant ones but nothing to add what about okay. yourself so i don't know i didn't, couldn't remember if i'd um mentioned this but if you do want to binge mm. have a bit of a binge uh man in the window Ooh. which does pop up on the top shows uh, what's it um about? well it's, well, it's true crime mm-hmm. um and it's actually the crimes are terrible really violent and awful it is set set in the 60s mm. or seven, no part of the 70s possibly so it is kind of now historic but a lot of the people are still around so there's enough um original voices in there but really uh really well put together yeah and gripping so it has that kind of yeah if you if you like true crime it's yes. a good one a really good one so I'm um a big fan yeah but, I can you know i do like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is it oh well it's just it is like it is violent, and it is someone's so life. So total it is kind of random a, conversation I had with my kids while we were traveling because that's one of the great things that you start having lots of conversations with your kids. Um, my kids questioned me on whether I'd gone to jail, and then they were surprised by the fact that I hadn't. <laughs> and now I'm like really <laughs> perturbed by that, as in why would they think I've gone to jail? Had they just assumed you had? listen to that thought process that is quite strange (laughs) so maybe it's my complete aversion to crime and thrillers and horror movies that my kids now think I'm like burying some 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 black sheep or something when it could not be further from the truth okay we should delve further and see what sort of crime they think I have I asked them I said what what it will actually I did say what do you think they went we don't know we just think you've been to jail and then they challenged my mum and they said has has mum been to jail I'm just like no and it was just random anyway holiday okay, fun time okay so. that's funny that is pretty funny it is so maybe <laughs> on that note okay that's good um right, well, we... so just to remind everyone we have our, our website uh which is uh out of the bubble.com.au yes yeah uh, please review rate and share our podcast yes. with all your friends and tribe and facebook followers and whatnot we'd love to have lots of people yeah that'd be in. great and whatever um podcast streaming service you use yes usually uh you know even if you don't leave a comment just leave some stars yes um we don't mind how many but we like more than less probably oh at least more, five at least five at least five <laughs> minimum <laughs> you can leave a minimum of five stars that would be great and thank you to everyone who has already reached yeah, us and we appreciate it. so we're right on time okay Woo-hoo. all right see you next time bye, bye.